Hello and welcome to Talk Tales, a bartender advice podcast that is cheaper than therapy. Is that good enough? God, it was. I feel like you paused and I was like, oh, I did it wrong. No. <laughs> no. It was maybe no. it was just a delay. It was just a delay in the Zoom. I was like, oh we shit, I fucked so it good. up again. No, oh, no. Okay, you, okay. It's well, always that counts. You, everything that comes out of your mouth is like perfume flowers, Adele. Oh. You've never slept slept next to me, have you? No. <laughs> Wait, maybe. I probably have. Actually, yeah, you yeah, have. Yeah, we have. <laughs> probably have more than once. Yeah, Still, definitely have. Perfume flowers. <laughs> I don't like, I don't know why it's just not flowers or just like perfume, but you know, both it, of those. Yeah, it's it's like roses. <laughs> um Well, I'm your I'm your I'm your host. I'm Shauna and we have I am your co-host. I'm Adele. Yeah, you did it. Yeah, dude. Yay. Well, and also, I mean, you did introduce yourself as Adele, but like, what I really like to call you is Chalada Modelo. <laughs> I'm just saying. Should I explain why? Yes. Well, it just no. depends on if you want to talk how big your dick is. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, we're just talking about dick sizes, and I say mine's like the size of a Modelo tall can. <laughs> And I was like, I'm just going to start calling you Chalada Modelo. <laughs> Making those so big dick a, deals. That, so they call me in the streets now, dude. Chalada Modelo. Strictly <laughs> referring to the size of my dick. Strictly. <laughs> I, the reason I like, I mean, I, I have such a clear visual of how giant your dick is right now. Because it like. <laughs> <laughs> just like a Michelada Modelo. Like in a hangover day. <laughs> I mean, no, legit. The other day I was like walking down the Chalada aisle of all the tall cans of, of, of Chaladas, you know. And one of them is the Modelo Chilada. And that's the one I purchased. This is before Dude. all of this dick naming. We came full jumbo. circle. There you go. Okay, say what you will about canned Micheladas. I've had some pretty good ones from, you know, from, from like a soul makes a pretty decent one. Uh, there's, is- I had a, tam- a tamarind one that I really much enjoyed. And I usually have one. I'm fucking so hungover. I'm dying. And I'm like, I'll drink anything. And I'll drink that. And they kind of sort of do the trick. Okay. Here's the deal. Adele, you tell me who talks some shit on Modelo cans. <laughs> you tell me about any Chilada talking shit. <laughs> I will stick my, stick my Chilada chub friends on them. I am telling you. I'm like, you know, if you heard one person leave and say well, that there was a canchilada that was bad, I swear to God. Well, you know, it just, it's kind of like, uh, you could just make, you can make a better one, right? Always. So you, if you can make it, it's always going to be better. But, let, but let's talk, let's talk reasonability here though. The re I mean, the majority of the reason why you're going to be drinking chilada is during the day. What, boom. So who's going <laughs> to really want to be making a chilada? You know what? Touche. Touche. You're absolutely right. Oh there my you go. Gosh. Case there closed. we go. All right. Case closed. <laughs> Chalada cans up and up. We, two thumbs up. Let's send. Let, we should put them on the mar, or on the the what do you call that? The stock market. Like whatever. Everything else is going crazy on the stock oh, market. Like GameStop. Chalada. Chalada. Everyone, <laughs> put all your stocks in the Chalada into the Chalada cans. Chalada. Squeeze the Chaladas. Squeeze the Chaladas to the moon. Squeeze to the moon. <laughs> I actually lost money on that shit, so I'm a little sore about that. Don't sell. You didn't sell. Did you hold? Hold. I didn't sell. No. Okay, good. Hold. Now, like, now, now I'm like, I lost. I'm like, fuck it. I'm just going to hold until it's zero or until nope. it goes back up. Ape strong, baby. Hold. Sorry. What is it? Uh, diamond hands? 
Yeah, there's so many funny things on that that Reddit feed. Oh my god, I'm getting derailed uh, so bad. The reason I was calling, we were talking about your dick size, though, is that I want to announce that. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, about that. <laughs> I, I wanted to publicly announce that Adele is like officially Talktales. Di- wait, national director of marketing and sales. With that, ooh, it's such a fancy title. Yeah, it almost made me. It, you said it, it kind of made me uncomfortable. I was like, it, oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> was it? Were you getting horny? I, I, yeah, I was thinking about my chalada can, and I was just like, <laughs> director of who? Yeah, baby, yeah. who is this? Who is this? Who yeah, is so this? I like, we're so stoked. Like, you know, we team up on this podcast, but then we, you know, Talktales Inter- Entertainment, our little our little rock and a baby situation is just like (laughs) turning into this whole little national marketing, like crazy thing. So, yeah. And a bit for listeners who don't know what the hell we're talking about. We, we, I haven't talked to us a podcast since the beginning and we've been doing this for your ear holes. But aside from talk to us, the podcast, there's a whole entity of talk, talk to us entertainment that does a lot of other uh, projects and other stuff that I'm not the most involved in this week. I'm going to start getting my hands in, Deeper, 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 deeper. deeper. So, I'm excited. We'll see. Yeah, no, it's see. really cool. I'm, uh, the whole thing is really exciting. So it's cool that we're just keeping this in the team and in in the Talktales ancestral family. Keep it in the family, ancestors, baby. Yeah. <laughs> so keep an eye out. Like if you ever want to make it, uh, you know, like work with us. Like you're gonna probably you're gonna be talking to Adele. She's the director. Yeah, probably in the nation. I'm very charming. I don't bite. Always. Sometimes. She has one tooth, though. That's a little sharp. If you look delicious, I'll probably bite you. Just yeah, one tooth. There's one that's like, it's a little gold one that's real sharp and one. nice. But my dick is the size of a Motella Michelada. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so, so there's point, that. So back, like, back to the main point here. <laughs> oh my gosh yeah so anyways that was i just wanted to make a big announcement there and then we're, we're really excited about like m- moving forward and doing cool stuff and continuing to do cool stuff man but Dang, with- i got like flutters in my belly i feel like you saying it on here made it like that much more efficient i'm like oh do you want me to edit it do you want to back out no no i'm no. putting you on the spot <laughs> i fucking quit no 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 i just, Fuck just you, Shona. it's like it's not real until you say it on a podcast, I guess. Uh, oh, I yeah. Know. Well, yeah, you know? exactly. So, wait. Podcasts are, didn't happen. It's not real until you say it on a podcast. Uh, Michael Jackson did not molest <laughs> Oh, you want that to be true so badly. <laughs> He's my idol. He's my childhood idol. <laughs> He would never. <laughs> oh, that would okay. be so sad. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to go there. Um, but <laughs> we do. Wait, we, let's go to a place we mean to. Let's go to a safe, safer place. <laughs> yes. Like, like Montella Micheladas. Yeah, let's go to a much safer place. We went big this, in the beginning of this episode. Uh, unless, Adele, do you have anything you want to talk about? Do, do you have any? Uh, no, I don't think so. No? Not, nothing? No. No. Mm, I don't think so. Uh, maybe a uh, gap of wage inequality, or we can yeah, talk yeah, about. That's an, uh, uh, yeah, we can get in that. We can get in that. Okay, what else? Maybe, we can also like, talk about. We can also talk about the universe. We can uh, talk about how lobsters don't actually die of old age. Same Crazy. with turtles. Same with turtles. Oh, we can talk turtles. about 
Nobody has ever seen sharks mate. Crazy. Do you know shark eggs look like kelp? What? <laughs> really? No, they don't. Do they really? Yeah, they do. They look just like kelp. You know it's a fish in the Amazon that has nipples that produce milk, but it's a fish because it has gills? Hmm. I've seen it. It's fucking terrifying. It's it. huge. It's have a you huge ever seen, fish and have it's you, really ugly. Have you ever seen a cowfish? They're amazingly no. cute. Oh. Look them up. Well, okay. Anyways. But anyways, let's get back so, to the podcast. Segway into our amazing guest today that we're so, so excited that she can be here today. Do you want to play a game and see if people can guess who she is? Okay. Other than, you know, reading the title of this episode probably, but, you know. <laughs> The, the, anyone who reads titles are just jabronis. <laughs> sorry, everyone, so, sorry, everyone listening. <laughs> She's a very talented, very well-known bartender in this city. She's worked at the coolest bars, and we uh, we very... we cross paths at one location with two bars at one point that you worked at, that I worked right? at, and she worked yeah. at, but in the same building but different bars. And she does a lot of really cool, freaking science, mind blowing cocktails. They're like, whoa, how is that a thing? Tight, which is cool, you know? And it's also the fact that she's a female and, and a female bartender doing such cool shit. It's just like, she has everybody's respect, dude. She's like a ninja. She's like a fucking. Don't, you can't look at her in the eyes. You're turning to stone. You know what I mean? <laughs> I think, yeah, I, I just stopped in stone because I was like, don't keep going, keep going. I'm like, there's a lot. You got like, me. I'm almost there. Yeah. Come, come on, Chilada Modelo. <laughs> so can you guess? Can, have you guessed yet, Shauna? No. <laughs> Today, we are honored to have Ali Iwamoto with us as a guest. Uh, thank you so much, Ali, for being here with us. We're super excited to have you. Oh my gosh, thank you for having me on. That was quite the introduction. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh, Allie. I'm telling you, sometimes like we don't even know where this podcast is gonna go. Actually, all the time. So it always goes somewhere real percent of the time. Yeah, it always goes real weird. So uh thank you so much for hanging in there in the beginning of this. (laughs) Hell yes. (laughs) This is awesome. So okay, like a little backstory on us which i actually even completely forgot that we used to work in the same like the the bar situation which was coles and the varnish in Mm -hmm. downtown los angeles uh we crossed paths in the the beginning part of my existence at coles and kind of the the winding down of ali's existence at varnish right yeah we had uh i want to say like a year maybe less than a year a couple months worth of crossover yeah, I love. I miss the varnish. I miss Coles. I miss everything about that little downtown space so much. <laughs> yeah, and it's not open right now either, and it hasn't been open. So it's kind of like there's a chance that it won't open, according to yeah the ward of the streets. The, the streets are talking. The streets are talking. The, I know, just I know. just like we got to, you know, the the billionaires are trying to take that lease. Let's yeah. get up so to the moon, and it goes from uh, it's. What is it called? Like speakeasy roots into what it was up a year ago. And then it's coming full circle back into its speakeasy roots again. I hope so. I mean, that's such a like institution in the city. And honestly, mm-hmm. like downtown, uh, for our listeners that are not from LA, 
downtown was having a really awesome moment um and 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 bar culture it was it was kind of like a lot of cool stuff were happening down there and now with covid um and the unfortunate homeless issue that we have here in california it's i don't know how long it's going to take before downtown can can bounce back and and it's a lot of mismanagement of resources from the on the city's um behalf we're not taking care of homeless people like we should but also it's been hard and, and i mean every city i'm sure faces its own problems with with this pandemic but here in la it's really sad to see what downtown is like now it's pretty heartbreaking it's a bummer big bummer big bummer but big <laughs> butter <laughs> it's a big butter it's a big butter it's a big butter <laughs> so okay ali Obviously, this was, I don't know how many years ago, maybe six years ago or something that we're talking. Uh, so <laughs> it's not as relevant of information as what is happening today as in the whole climate that we're working in and everything right now. But for the, for, you know, just for nostalgia's sake, it was such a pleasure working the same business as you. Quite the pleasure. Quite the pleasure, <laughs> madame. Uh, you know, but like I, the, with Ali, it's the same thing. When I first started working at Kohl's, I, a lot of people always asked us, like, if you're, um, they're like, oh, you work at Kohl's. Like, do you ever work at the back bar? A lot of times they think we like crossed over in the bars, which that's not the case. I, I was up the front bar, you know, Ali was in the back bar. It was two mm -hmm. separate bars operated in the same like, like space, but the speakeasy in the back. And so, but the most we saw of like each other was basically d during like family or like food meal time, like, you know, half hour break time where it's like the varnish people would come up to Kohl's and place their orders of their, you know, how we can manipulate the Kohl's French dip yes. sandwich to the best <laughs> of our ability without having the same food every single day. <laughs> exactly. That's so funny. It was like, such no a good bun, deal. Extra lettuce. <laughs> did you have such a, a good did, deal. yeah, did you have, Ali, did you have like a special like menu manipulation that you would do with the Kohl's menu at all? Or did you guys oh, do man. I think my go-to was always a lamb French dip. Oh, goat cheese? Blue cheese, because oh, I'm a weirdo. Dude. I'm a total weirdo. That's a good I one, though. Double down on the funk. Blue cheese. Salad topped with, um, I think there was, like, this amazing turkey breast. Oh, yeah. It was, like, there on top. I had, like, two meals for five bucks. Yep. <laughs> Built into awesome. one meal. <laughs> yeah, that it was best deal in town for sure. If you worked, mm -hmm. if you worked in that building, you got the best deal in town for sure. And like, and those and sandwiches are get hearty pie. too. Yeah, they're just mm -hmm. like five bucks and like get whatever you want. You're like, okay, French fries, tater tots, pie, salad, mm -hmm. da, 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 you know, you do whatever you want with it. So, dude, that banana cream pie from Kohl's is so good. Like, I hacked that menu like nobody's delicious. business, dude. What was your ideal go-to order then? Oh, dude, lamb and goat, hundred percent. Lamb and goat cheese, bomb, bomb, bomb. And then, uh, I mean, if I would, if I, if I would eat like the proper menu, lamb, lamb and goat, and then uh, sweet potato fries for sure, and uh, I douse with the with the mustard. If I manipulated the menu, I basically take all the veggie options because I like at a certain point I couldn't eat any more like meat and, and fried things, and like you had an entire lamb to yourself. You're like, I can't do it. I can't do it anymore. <laughs> So I would just find all the veggie options. So like at one point they even have like jicama and stuff, which was like crazy, but what? like, yeah. And so I'd just be like all the, like, I just type in the modifier in the computer to send to the kitchen, every veggie in house, like <laughs> <laughs> on a French roll, like just throw it on a French roll. I don't care what it is. Just throw it on there. And then I'll just put some like, um, 
ranch ranch on it. <laughs> so it's like a, like a veggie sandwich, basically. Yeah, or sometimes I would just get like crudite. I'd just be like, let me just have all the vegetables, like because at a certain point you like can't every single night you can't eat fry French fry bowl every single night, which I did actually every night. <laughs> the garden special. Yeah, the garden special. <laughs> all right, well let's let's fast forward. We lived in the past. Now we lived in the past. Now let's fast forward. What, what's going on now with you, Allie? What are you, what are you up to? So currently I'm uh, at Thunderbolt over in Echo Park. And um, I'm also part of the team at Death & Co. based in downtown LA. You're double dipping during COVID? Oh my gosh. Well, right now, uh, Death & Co. is just doing to go only. And I think that's how it's going to be for a little while longer, despite the fact that LA has uh, reopened outdoor dining. Cool. And Thunderbolt has never officially closed. Um, and we are going to reopen the patio this week. In fact, tomorrow. I can't believe it's I can't believe it's happening so soon. <laughs> I know, right? Was there a point where you did, weren't working in, through pandemic or were you able to uh, stay employed throughout the entire pandemic or uh, lockdowns and whatnot? Uh, there was uh, a couple hiccups here and there, but I've been very, very fortunate to have a bit of income here and there throughout the entire this entire pandemic situation. Yeah, it's been... <laughs> It's been a ride, dude. Ugh. A roller coaster um, ride. Roller coaster. It's been absolutely crazy. That's, that's <laughs> cool. I just keep having like little moments of like, especially lately. I think the pandemic's actually starting to hit me. It's been over a year, but or it's almost a year. I don't even know. But like, it's starting to like actually hit me right now where it's like, this is really weird. <laughs> this whole thing is so weird. Like it only why? took a year for you to realize that. <laughs> well, I mean, I like thought about that, like more so I think in the beginning I was like, okay, this is like, this is like go time, like free time, free time, like go, 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 go. But now I'm like, wait a second. This like, who gets to say this happens in their life? Like This is so yeah, weird. Truly, yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's like, it's, it's, as weird as it sounds like collective trauma, right? And whether you are going through it in a bad way or in a good way or productive or not, doesn't matter because there's something that's happening to everybody the same way. So it's just, uh, it's, you can't be like, well, that didn't happen to you. Like, yeah, it did. It happened to all of us, which is, it's a very collective thing, which is very interesting. I, um, yeah. Especially with- You got to fist with, bump the world right now. I mean, right. But also like, I think oh. that <laughs> humans <laughs> are very adaptable. But also, like, I feel like uh, half of us are, like, waiting for things to be back to normal pre-pandemic. And the other half of us are, like, kind of sort of know that that won't happen for a long time. So it's just weird. I think that's where the, the, the divide comes, right? Like, people are just, as soon as this ends, it's, it's going to be, like, normal. And I, I don't think it's going to be that way. I think it's going to be a hot second before we can go back to, you know, March of 2020 times. It's going to be mm-hmm. a, a while. Not necessarily a bad thing. It's just, I mean, we've been doing this for a year, so maybe we're more adapted to it now, but I feel like it's going to be a, it's going to be a hot second for sure. That's what I think. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Hot take. But I'm also, There's a lot of moving parts. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So it's, it's, I think anytime you have to navigate like something that you've never navigated before, you just got to see how it kind of pans out, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, like I'm an optimist. Like I'm also a pessimist when it comes to like a lot of shit too, but like, but humans are resilient as fuck. Mm-hmm. I, that's how mm-hmm. I see it. Like, ultimately, the human, like, species is so freaking resilient. Like, it's going to be fine. Everything's going to be fine. We're we're all yeah, going to figure and- out a way and a path and, like, what to do. And, um, you know, but regardless, I want to know kind of, like, how the, the businesses that Ali's been, like, working with at this point, 
kind of how you guys have been like navigating this whole path with this whole thing, you know, mm-hmm. especially because I feel like you're the first one of the first people I've talked to at this point that have said that you've, for the most part, been able to kind of keep a momentum going as far as like a workspace, which is really interesting to me because I don't think that's everybody's story. Oh yeah. It's uh it's been interesting over the last year, year ish or so. Um, every month looks very different from the month before and uh, using techniques that we haven't really heavily used in the past um, to cater to, uh, to go cocktails, for example, or a lack of dine-in business, things like that are all things that we uh, had to adjust and take into consideration over the last couple of months. So it's been a really big lesson for myself. Uh, definitely a, a really cool experience. Well, the learning part, the learning part has been really cool. And uh, <laughs> I don't know, I don't think any of these techniques or systems are going to leave. In fact, I think these are all things that we've taken on and will probably stay and stick around once everything is back open fully. Yeah. yeah. I think cocktails to go are here to stay. I don't think that's going to, I don't think they're going to take that away from us. They'll take it from our dead, cold hands. No, I think, <laughs> bring out the I think, claw uh, hand. Bring out the claw hand. Do not take. I think that's like, I don't think that they're going to take that away from us. It's like, it's, and it's really been really cool to see bars that have stepped up to the, to the task and created like, or, or refine their techniques in order for them to provide good to go cocktails. Cause there are other places that you're just making cocktails like they usually are. And you know, if they have citrus, they taste like crap after two hours or whatever, you know, like, but people are like kind of stepping up to a plate and be like, okay, how can I make this cocktail taste really good and potentially put it in, the, in your fridge for like longer. I think that's so cool. Like, like kudos. That's super awesome. People are doing shit like that. One of the things I've, uh, I've come to really love and appreciate about working at Thunderbolt over the last couple months is that our, our fearless, fearless leader, Mike Ferry, has really stepped it up in terms of connecting with the community and trying to provide services or uh, products or options for our industry as a whole, whether it's industry meals. We've been hosting a ton of pop-ups to give people in our industry a creative option during the shutdown period. So it's, it's really cool to learn about all the cocktails, but I'm personally learning a lot about what it means to to network and to support people during a really difficult time. Yeah. And I mean, I've been to like, I think two or three pop-ups at Thunderbolt and they've been all amazing. And it's really cool too, because you go there as a person in the industry and everybody who's there is from the industry. So it's like a really great way to connect. And it's like, it's like a haven for a lot of us, which is really, really awesome. And, and to your point, like that comes like, how can you support your community? Right. Because ultimately you we are a community and it's, it's really cool that you guys are showing up for that. That's super awesome. I cry. I'm like, I'm cry. <laughs> Don't cry, Adele. No. Don't cry. <laughs> no, Adele. No. You guys also have this, like, I forget what it's called. It's this cocktail with like passion fruit and like Seuss that I'm like fucking Uh-oh. obsessed with. Uh-oh. It's so good. Literally. I, you don't even know about me and passion fruit. I love passion fruit on. She sleeps on the bed of passion fruit. <laughs> I've seen it. I'm like, no, that can't be comfortable. <laughs> but I, I got it, and, and it was like, and it's so good. I love this one. Fucking one of the best cocktails. What's it called? Ever. What is it? What is it? What is it? I, I can't That's remember. The, it's like it's a. It's the Barcelona like mezcal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. It's, it has mezcal's uh, passion fruit of Seuss, and I think uh, citrus. Maybe mm-hmm. no. We yeah. a little and bit of lime. Like, yeah, it's some kind of citrus, and then it's a. It's fucking. It's like has all the layers that I like. It's like sessionable, but a little bitter, but passion fruit and mezcal duh. Like it's so good. I love it. It's so a a vegetarian, or rather vegan 
sour. So we don't use aquafaba or egg white. We use something called methyl cellulose, which fluffs up. Dude, so we had recently uh, Taylor Cloys as a guest, and she's the loveliest girl. And she said you guys helped her out to figure out how to do a for her for her Bacardi cocktail that she she they did the the RB on the glass boxes, and then mm-hmm. she was trying to figure out how to present her Bacardi cocktail, which traditionally has egg white. And she was telling us how you guys helped her out to figure that out. And I'm like, oh, dude, that's so cool. All and, right, that, and I had that cocktail. It was, it was awesome. All right. Yeah. And let's hear it, Allie. Do, is there, can you explain this in, in, cause I mean, I kind of get, I wrap my head around the whole concept a little bit, but can you I kind can't. of like, um, <laughs> I don't have no fucking clue. For, first of all, and also for listeners who have no freaking clue what we're talking about right now, like let's kind of break down the, what we're talking about. So basically when you're incorporating egg whites into a cocktail, mm-hmm. which is a little fairly more traditional, uh, because you know to make an a emulsified like kind of foamy cocktail there you know there's a lot of different you know digestive situations where you're dealing with the customers that can't are either vegan or can't have egg but you know different like situations so people are shelf stable if you're doing to go that's mm-hmm. great yeah great point shelf stable so there's like you know all a lot of different variables that no, really great bartenders don't limit themselves of saying, oh, no, we can't do it. It's like, oh, no, well, how do we do it? You know, so the team over there at Thunderbowl and Ali included, like, came up with this process, right? It, like, correct me if I'm wrong. I don't know. I, I want to give credit where credit's due here, you know, uh, but of of creating a process uh, to create a uh, egg white solution that is shelf stable. Is that right? Uh, okay. Yes. Okay. I think. Methyl cellulose has been around for a little while. Like when, um, what is that word called? Like not gastronomic cooking, but when molecular cooking first became really, really popular. It's like, oh, well, how do we make solids out of really, really hot things or um, create these properties for food that doesn't normally behave in a certain way? So methyl cellulose is, I believe, a fungus or mushroom-derived product that we use as a uh, replacement for egg white in our cocktails. Um, under colder temperatures, it actually creates this frothiness, super, super reminiscent of like an orange Julius. It's that same like foamy, delicious, good, good. And um, it's our way of eliminating uh, non-vegan ingredients, of getting rid of that particular smell that comes with egg white usage. And also um, aquafaba is really cool, but you end up having like a shit ton of chickpeas lying around. (laughs) You know, we used to do that at Bar Franca and I'd package up all the chickpeas and give it to homeless people downtown. There you go. Yeah. So we would never waste the chickpeas. I was like, I can't not, you know, give these away. And like, literally I would get high fives. Like, wow, that is awesome. (laughs) Yeah. So it's like a powder. Do you guys say like in a powder form, or how how do how do you guys? Use, yes. Like, do you, okay. uh, so it comes in a powder form, and to that we actually dissolve it in ice water. It's it's kind of a. I still have a difficult time wrapping my head around this. It dissolves in colder temperatures. Um, I see. So we throw it in some ice water to dissolve it, and then to that we add the amount of water that we need to create a syrup. We do a fifty brick syrup, so we always measure out the amount of sugar by the weight of the water itself, or if we're making a passion fruit syrup, we'll add in the weight of the passion fruit puree, things of that nature to, uh, to create a balanced sugar content, as well as like a balanced amount of, uh, methyl cellulose for creating a, a really cool foamy texture in our cocktail. Hmm. I mean, 
so so cute science music, whatever that sounds like. <laughs> but but I thought that talked in was fantastic. Weird science. Oh right, okay. I was like, wait, what are you singing? No, yeah, no. I mean, I just from from a person who kind of understands what you're talking about, but has had the cocktail. It's it's the mouthfeel on it is incredible and it's delicious and and I thoroughly enjoy that. Oh, thank but you. Cool. And again, <laughs> to what I was saying earlier, how cool is that you guys get to experiment to figure out these techniques to be able to bring that um, experience of being at a really nice cocktail bar at, at home. You know what I mean? Like, that's fucking cool. So wait, I, I got some that. more questions about this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, now, you got my, now you got my brain going here. Uh, okay, so wait. Is it so... Okay, let's... You do your solutions. You You weigh out, you know, you weigh out your portions of the, I don't even remember the word you said, methus something, solios something. We've, we've been shortening to <laughs> shortening this to meth syrup. Uh, meth syrup. Her, now, yeah. I now I understand. <laughs> okay. Now you're talking my language. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, okay. So you have your balance out to the water versus uh, meth. <laughs> and then... It doesn't take too, too much of the actual methyl cellulose uh, dissolved methyl in the water cellulose. and sugar to create uh, a, a meth syrup. So well, how it's do you... It's so weird saying that out loud. <laughs> yeah. No, <laughs> it's okay. Meth syrup. Uh, we, all, we all are on the same page here. We're not... Nobody's cooking meth here. We all understand that. Um, and if you don't, then oh, you're man. probably cooking meth. <laughs> and I don't know why you're listening to this podcast. But uh, <laughs> no, on the other hand, go ahead. Listen to the podcast. Learn how to make some, some meth, meth syrup. <laughs> <laughs> um, but okay, so when you're incorporating the water to the the methsolate, whatever the hell you call it, it becomes like a t- a texture, like a like does it look like a syrup? Like is it viscous, like a syrup, or like what, or like an egg white? Is it vi- like is it oh slimy? Is it um? It does become a little bit thicker. We when we first opened, we originally had these magnetized little. Uh, Magnets that would stick into. Sorry, <laughs> we, had these, we had these small magnets um, that we would put inside of our mixing vesicles and put that entire vesicle on top of. I don't know what this machine is called. I want to call it a rotator of sorts, and it would stir the solution for us over a thirty-minute period. Interesting. Um, it never becomes gelatinous or slimy. It does get thicker, but I think the whole dissolving process takes a lot of agitation. Since we first opened, we have ditched the magnet option and we kind of just use a, a stirring option inside of a blender just to quickly zap it, mm-hmm. take the 30-minute process down to like a five-minute thing. Do you do this to order? Oh, no. We'll, we'll make like quarts and quarts of the syrup ahead of time. Okay. And it lasts for, I think we mark it at least for a month, shelf-stable. Oh, okay. Um, really cool. and so wait, do you, can you people buy this stuff? Like pre-made in like a bottle and then like have it for their own like usage of making egg, like eggless egg white cocktails oh i don't know if there's syrup out there however i think the the methyl cellulose powder by itself is available for commercial purchase huh i think mm. i actually don't know the answer to that fully <laughs> yeah, we're gonna have to talk to our lawyers on this one guys <laughs> I need to buy some powdered meth. Where do I do this? Yeah. So where do I pick up this meth? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Again, listeners, we're not talking about meth. We're talking about syrup for cocktails for a white oh solution. Stop <laughs> it. Made out of meth. Stop it. You 
you crazy folks, listeners. This is just all about cocktails. Uh, <laughs> okay, hold on. I have so many fucking questions now. God damn it. This is like, but there's callers happening. <laughs> I'm sorry. You have, a, you have nerd alert eyes right now, Shauna. Yeah, I'm cu- very curious on the whole situation. You're starting to foam with the mouth a little bit. It's the meth. Stop that. <laughs> it's, the, it's the meth. <laughs> This meth talk got, got y'all hot and bothered. Uh, man, we've been having some nerdy, nerdy uh, podcasts lately where I just like all, like all my nerdy spidey senses like start tingling. I go, wait, what's happening? I got to know about this. Um, <laughs> I feel I haven't been, I haven't been behind a bar since freaking March. So like literally I'm just like, I'm so out of the loop these days. I'm such a, oh, I'm a sad little podcaster bartender. <laughs> Oh, oh, it's okay. Don't feel bad for me. Cry, cry for me, Argentina. Okay, don't cry for me, Argentina. No, cry for me, please. No, she says, don't cry for me. Argentina. Well, I'm asking, they can cry for me. <laughs> they don't cry for her. Cry for me. It's okay to cry. Everyone can let Someone it out. It's not bad. No, it's okay. It's good to let those emotions out. Go ahead, cry, Argentina. Do whatever you want to do. Show your emotions. <laughs> we, right, got we got colors. <laughs> Hello, Shana. Hello, Adele. My name is Otto, and I wanted to call because I have a question for Al Dente. Well, two questions, actually. So, a little bit about me. My dad invented the original pizza stick by accident in 1973, and I sent Otto Jr. a God rest my father's soul. I've been carrying on the truck selling my modern version of his pizza stick. <laughs> and I was wondering, since Al knows so much about Wanda, if she thought something could maybe improve on my format, you know, maybe if I could do some kind of handmade lasagna, more portable lasagna, or like, you know, a giant noodle full of sauce, something portable with the convenience of a pizza stick applied to pasta. Also, I know Al is a bartender, and I like Negronis with my pizza. And last time I went to a bar, someone bartender made it with all these crazy numbers, and I thought it was supposed to be equal parts. I thought Al could let me know about her special Negroni recipe. Okay, oh thank God. you so much. <laughs> wow. Oh Good questions. Good questions, caller. Um, it was great oh storytelling, too. Oh, my God. <laughs> so I, I do want to put this out there. Um, my One of the, the habits, not habits, the hobbies, rather, that I picked up over the last year is hand-making pasta. And my pasta moniker and my drag name are the same. Um, so Al Dente. Which is what? Al Dente. <laughs> That's me. I oh, my God. That. <laughs> So I just wanted to throw that out there. He was, uh, Otto was. So he knows Al Dente. I know Otto. I know Otto very well. I'm uh, so happy Otto called in. Apparently he knows you very well and wants to know, what did you ask for a lasagna? What? He said something something about like making a pizza stick by accident in the 19th century (laughs) and. Something got, and then something about telling him about the, a modern version of his stick. And so he's saying his dad invented the, the pizza stick by accident, but he wants you to help him invent something just as improve uh, on that. Something you can yeah. possibly improve on the pizza Maybe stick. Maybe a lasagna or, a or lasagna? pasta, pasta stick. 
pasta a stick? pasta stick? No, original pizza <laughs> stick. What's a pizza stick? I think that's just, it's like a, I think Olive Garden breadstick, but it's like pizzaed out. That's is it my like, guess. Is like a, a hard like a corn stick? Dog? Wait, it's what? like a bread hard stick? I, I think so. I think, think of it as like an elongated garlic knot, but or like a pizza toppings or something. <laughs> So or like can, a, can you approve of on this a pizza stick? sized pizza stick? <laughs> can you approve on it? I don't. I don't know. I don't want to disrespect Otto's dad and suggest improvements upon a, a family tradition um, that seems to be so lost. But he did say he did on accident. I so, mean, he kind, yeah, you know. he kind of wants to see if you have a good idea on this. He I mean, wants the, the chalada size is not the worst idea. Make it bigger. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, yeah. It's what's true. what? What's it's better true. than a small pizza stick? Uh, a pizza stick filled with other pizza sticks. I think uh, this should be. A... <laughs> dude, it's like an inception of pizza sticks. Think like of it like a tree trunk. Pizza. Yeah, think of it like a tree trunk. Where when you shave the tree trunk in half, you see all the rings as it grows. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> right? You, or go. you can do. You could do. Uh, what about? Uh. A giant, I'm trying to think of like my favorite pasta food is, but I think I like them all. Uh, how about, how about, did uh, we just lose you, Adele? Dream me of pasta? <laughs> yes, I'm just like, oh, fuck, pasta Literally, sounds so good. Your right video, now. like, listeners can't see this, but her video, her light is above her, where, and like, when she looks no, straight up, like, oh, and it's like um, a, a light from the heavens coming down on her face, thinking about pasta. It's got, ooh, pasta sounds so good right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait okay oh, well, and there was a second part about uh the negroni right oh yeah which he he heard you got some special oh, negroni specs you want to share so is that like I, um i feel like that's a little like revealing to somebody's personal that's invasive yeah yeah somebody's personal negroni specs oh my god jeez oh, big question here's the thing really I... knows you if he's asking those kind of questions. He's asking your Negroni specs. Hmm. I know. I haven't even met my mother yet. What's oh up my with God. that? <laughs> you guys are such Renaissance folks. <laughs> I, uh, I, I love I love Negronis. I think they're delicious, but I have a difficult time enjoying them when they become overly fussy. The beauty of a Negroni to me is that it's just like, it's super simple and straightforward. Um, it's not a headache. It's It's just... It is what it is in a glass. And um, my favorite is just equal parts, some sort of gin, Campari, and sweet vermouth. My favorite my favorite Negronis, though, have snacks on top. I am going to say that I'm a big <laughs> fan of snack-based furnishes. So if you want to put, so like, funny. an Otto's breadstick on top of my Negroni, <laughs> that, now we're talking. that's there the move. Go. Dude, a that's pizza Negroni? Forget it. Sign me up. Negroni on a pizza stick. I think that's the move right there, bro. Wait, yeah. now wait. Now the inve- invention needs to be something that produces a, ne- a Negroni pizza stick. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of dipping it in sauce, you dip it in like thick sweet vermouth or something. Oh my god! <laughs> there you go. I like how I, I like how now the fact that like a traditional Negroni is controversial. Like one, one, like one, like equal parts is like controversial. It's so funny to me that we're at that point when it comes to fucking Negronis. That's so funny. It's hilarious. I must be out of, I'm out of the loop. I'm, I'm just like one, 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 call it a day. Let's go. Mm-hmm. 
I'm I mean, not, I get, I, I mean, get the I, high. You like the higher proof gin, right? Is that or the higher me, measurement? I like gin. a little bit more. I like a little bit more gin, like a one and a half, seven five, seven five. But that being said, am I ever going to say no to like a equal parts? Like, fuck no. But I'm a big fan of like other spirit and, uh, and Negroni riffs. You know what I mean? Like I love another type of bitter component, different spirit. Oh, you scared me. Fuck. Uh, uh, you know, like <laughs> just came in. I was like, ah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like, so I'm a big fan of that, but some people will say that's not a Negroni because it's not your traditional, uh, super vermouth Campari gin or whatever. But all of a sudden, uh, equal parts Negroni became a controversial thing. And I find that hilarious because that's what a Negroni actually is. What do you think the all time most controversial cocktail is? I think, ah, uh, fuck. That's a good question. That's a I really good question. That's a tough one, right? I think that, I think, I think second to Negroni is your daiquiri specs. I think people fucking fight about those Woo! a lot. It's true. It's true. And technically it's just rum, you know, rum, sugar, lime. And I'll be like, you got to blend this rum with this rum. And if you do this thing with that thing and blah, 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 blah. Which is interesting. I feel that's the one I've heard of the most recently. Interesting. I get a lot of small differences on how people build their old fashions in the glass, out the glass, what kind of bitters, oh, what kind of peels. And then of course there's like the whole world of what spirits you can use for your, your old fashioned. But even just building one or creating one is like a, controversial. Con- I think that old fashioned is controversial uh, too. With Especially the, the bourbon or rye. Exactly. Thing. The bourbon rye yeah. thing. I'm, I'm a rye voter. I vote rye. Cause I think rye was the primary spirit back in the very beginning I like rye because uh, because better. I prefer rye as in general as a spirit. But I mean, fucking old fashioned. Can I think I'm of the school that anything can be old fashioned. You can have a mezcal fashioned, a tequila old fashioned, gin old fashioned. It just has to have. See, sugar already and we're already starting the debate. So I, I might be old fashioned. Like fucking fight you about this. That's funny. <laughs> I think maybe the only I mean the only other like variable ones I could think of that would be like the super variables, like the Bloody Mary or like. Um, mm. Even a, maybe even like a margarita. <laughs> people, I think people like yeah. kind oh, of some of the like Tommy's so, versus like a yeah. Quantro sometimes it's like the whole, like, like the more simple the cocktail, the more controversial, controversial becomes. Yeah. that's that, mm-hmm. that's a good that's a good point. Yeah, Very true. Like the martini, for example. That's oh, that's a big old debate. That's a that's like, big ass debate right there. That might be it. That might be the winner right there. But. <laughs> The, mar- the martini. That's true. The mar- that's true. It's yeah, like because everyone has their two way. To one orange bitters, or you know, fifty-fifty, uh, or the hundred percent. Absolutely no. Like, it, dude. Yeah, one hundred percent. That's that, that's a big one. That might be it. Mar- I thought martini wins. Olives. What's that? Thoughts on blue cheese stuffed olives? Oh my god! Listen, I have no qualms with blue cheese stuffed olives. They're delicious. I'll eat them any day. Yeah, I have no problems with people's requests on cocktails. I know like some bar- bartenders don't like it, but when people are like, "Can I get this with this?" and you're like, "Well, I don't have that," and they get really upset about it, but I'm like, I mean, it's worth the request, and I give right. you hats off for being that like forward about what you like to drink. <laughs> I don't like it for requesting that I can tell already they haven't never tried, and I'm just like, that sounds terrible. You're not gonna like it. Like, when I get now, can I get a margarita with like, what about like a vodka, no sugar? A vodka old fashioned? <laughs> Oh, I know a, someone that likes a good vodka old fashioned, and what a good vodka, vodka old fashioned is. I don't really know. Yeah, what is it? I don't I, like in my mind, an old fashioned is just a doctored up shot. So maybe it's like right. vodka and then like all the bitters and all the garbage. But do you really think it's like vodka, <laughs> sugar, 
bitters? Do you think that's what a vodka of fashion is? Like if somebody ordered it, like that's what I would make would be vodka sugar that's, bitters. That's what I would mm-hmm. make too. And then like I, a, a citrus peel, like mm-hmm. probably lemon. Cause well, no, maybe orange. Like, I don't know, but I don't think that if somebody ordered somebody actually, I'd say this because somebody asked for, or said that they really like them to me. And I was like, I'm like old fashioned. Yeah, but it was in a professional manner, so I was gonna. Ju- I just kept my mouth shut. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I, for so, me, it's like more so like when when I get requests I, that I know are dietary restriction based, like no sugar, no this, no that, and I'm just like, dude, like, I'll and I'm more like, sure, coming right up. But I was like, hey, just so you know, it's not gonna be balanced. But just like knowing that I'm giving them something that they're not gonna enjoy, and they're gonna have to drink it either way and probably blame me for it which is like no dude you literally asked me for tequila with lime juice like i don't know how you expect that taste good like i, I mm-hmm. i'm a bartender not a magician you know what i mean like i'm a bartender but, and, not a magician i'm a bartender damn it kirk i'm a bartender that's the best i could do with that whole star trek thing oh my god there's a caller Hi, cocktails. I wanted to leave you a little message and just have a question. Heard your latest guest, the total babe, and she makes pasta. Um, as a gluten-free person, um, wondering has she ever made gluten-free pasta, and if she has, or if she is willing to dive into the gluten-free lifestyle, what would she pair with it? Any dishes that she recommends or where to get gluten-free pasta to go perhaps in Los Angeles. All right. Talk to you soon. Bye. Oh, my God. Good question. She's she's a babe, but she makes pasta? (laughs) Dude, I I like how much reputation you have with this pasta thing. Dude, you're like the pasta lady. Al Dente has an obsession with the the nudes. What What can he say? Hey, that's hey. I, I, I did that. go on a very big adventure into the world of gluten-free pasta with, with pasta making, when you're hand making uh, these little tiny sculptures, if you will. <laughs> um, the gluten and the starch in your flour are super important for how your dough works. And without gluten, there's no snap, there's no bounce. It feels like you're mushing Play-Doh around in your hands. And so it becomes insanely challenging. And all that chewy al dente goodness that you love about pasta when you cook it and bite into it is pretty much out the window. So my solution has been test out different flours. My favorite thus far has been working with something called teff, T-E-F-F. And that's the same flour that you make, I think it's pronounced indira, in, nadira, indira. Uh-oh, I'm getting oh, this wrong. Indira. It's the, it's the uh, Ethiopian bread. Oh, oh okay. no, I'm thinking, I was thinking sausage. Oh, <laughs> It's a meat-based flour. <laughs> it's a, I don't it's even know if I said that right. I was just jumping out the gate here. <laughs> it's the world's tiniest grain, but it has this like buckwheat flavor. It's nutty. It's really, really delicious. Kind of earthy, um, like mm-hmm, absolutely. So that's been one of my favorites to work with. And um, have you tried blending the pasta flours? Have you or the the gluten free flours? Because when I I've, I've been making a lot of pasta myself, like since lockdown. I don't think I've done it gluten-free per se, but like I've been like reading a lot about it mm-hmm. and they're saying that like, if you do like a specific like blend of like, I don't know, whatever, like put flowers, like to create this perfect like pasta flour. 
Yeah. Um, so some of the ones that you can buy pre-made and mixed together uh, straight off the shelf because there's no gluten in that flour. It's all about combining different types of starches. And starch essentially provides the strength of your of your dough when you add water or egg or oil to it. And it's like a blend of rice flour. There's usually a little bit of xanthan gum thrown in there, cornstarch. It, it all depends. Everyone has their own like proprietary blend. It's almost like creating your own Bloody Mary mix. Everyone has a little bit of a, of their own twist on it. Oh, I like that parallel of Bloody Mary. Yeah. What about like, what about, is that the same for like other gluten-based things? Like for example, pie crust? It's like, like, would it be the same thing about the gluten and how you need it for it to have the same texture? Or is that very specific to pasta only? Oh yeah. I think that any sort of baked good where you would want something fluffier in texture or more aerated has more of a tendency to become denser and a little bit more cracker-like. So that's not always Got a it. bad thing. I've seen some gluten-free right. pizza crusts, for example, and they come out like super flavorful, fucking dank flatbreads. And it's not the same right. as like your traditional Neapolitan, but it's still insanely delicious. With pasta, I think my solution has been to not manipulate the dough as much. So lasagna sheets are amazing with a gluten-free dough. Doing like little rolled up rigatonis that are like, they look like little toilet paper tubes. I don't know what else to call that shape. Um, Things that are like really simple and straightforward. Would you you call it a a chalada modello? (laughs) (laughs) Chalada modello shape. Mini chalada modello. Would you say it's like a mini chalada (laughs) modello? Exactly. <laughs> so wait, hold on. I got a question. Have you have you ever incorporated um vegan or regular flour into a cocktail? Wait, flour is not vegan? I'm not vegan. I'm talking about gluten. Gluten. Uh, <laughs> I was like, what? I was like, what? like did I just blow did I just blow everyone's here game changer everyone. Flour is not vegan. Uh. <laughs> No, pasta. Okay, gluten. Let's talk about gluten. Gluten. So wait, ha, yeah. Have you ever? Has anyone or you or anyone you've ever known put flour into a cocktail? Oh man, I don't know about flour specifically, unless it's a garnish, like a shortbread cookie for a, a Bobby Burns cocktail. So much Ooh. starch up in that cookie. So he basically, uh, I mean, he basically <laughs> making like a gravy. So it'd be like a thick something. Oh, you know what? I have seen gravy boat shots. With wild turkey. Boom. So there we go. I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> well, we used, right to, no, we used to do the, the shot at Cole's called beef on rye. As you do a whiskey with um, au jus sauce back. Oh, nice. It was pretty good. I'm not going to lie. That, I, I think I would do that. If I was super hungover because it's so salty. You know you would do a gravy shot back. Come a, on I, I, just, I, don't, I don't love gravy. I know. Hot take. I just... I, so it weirds me out. I don't know. Oh my god! But like in the world of pachuca making, you have like animal elements. Right. So maybe that totally. could be extrapolated into a gravy cocktail. You think if you pachuca through like a turkey and then put <laughs> and then put like flour <laughs> in the turkey and pachuca through it, you'd get some like gravy mezcal. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really want someone to distill gravy and tell me how that oh, goes. I'm like what, what really happened? into this. Oh my god! It'd probably be pretty bomb, honestly. In, the most amazing spare you've ever had in your life, like a it'd gravy probably be dessert. all like super like mouthfeel creamy and like just got viscousness like crazy. You're like, ah, ah. oh man, that might be our now that might be our pizza on a stick idea right there. It, it, hey, it's documented now. Yeah, it's documented. 
We're, we're getting royalties on that one now. Time, time stamped. All right, All right, here we go. Next caller. Yeah, well, here we go. Okay, this week I have two death-related would-you-rathers. The first one is, would you rather know the date of your death or the cause of your death? And the second one was, would you accept $10 million if it meant that you would live or you would die 15 years earlier? Ooh. I'm going to be like, I am don't want the money. I'm going to live the 15 years. Uh, 100%. I, screw that. I don't want, I don't need no billions of dollars to get extra life years. Of course you want more life years. You don't know what's going to happen in those missed times. Come on now. But money is nice. Not that nice. Not to lose 15. Uh, 15 years. Could you remember when you're 15 years old? Like, and you feel like you've lived a whole life already? <laughs> like, 15 well, uh, right, years but is good, What man. if you were already scheduled to live 95? Like, I can take 15 off. I don't need to live 95 years. Is that part of it? You already know that you're going 95, 100? No, but there's a big chance I might. I'd rather just die at uh, 75, whatever math. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no way, horrible dude. to say, like... Maybe I would do it for $10 billion, but not $10 million. Oh, I, that's I fair. <laughs> Billion that's is a lot true. bigger. Oh, yeah, $10 million is a little different these days. Because <laughs> it would take me a lot less than 15 years to spend $10 million for sure. But it's also, I, I mean, it depends on, like, do you have, ch- how many grandchildren you got, you know? Oh, so, like, if, if I had, like, a bunch of, yeah, if I, like, okay, so mm-hmm. let's say I had a kid that was barren. No, I'm keeping the 15 years. <laughs> What if, what if, like, no, but if no they kids. had a bunch of kids, I'd be like, okay, cool. I'll take, I'll take my life, get, you know, give that money to them. Then they, they can get themselves set up and hopefully get a, not buy a bunch of garbage. What about you, Ellie? Do you, do you take the 10 million and live 15 less or? I think I, you know what? I, I'm going to gamble. I'm going to take the 10 million. I know it's not 10 billion. I also don't know what 15 less is. So that's what I'm saying. I'm like, so, fuck it. Listen, let's roll with it. Let's go. Let, Whoa, enjoy. big, big ballas over here. Well, we got a bunch of... 10 million. Think about both, how many breadsticks we can order with that. Dude, and also, both dude. of your freaking, like, chalada fucking modellos just grew 10 inches, baby. Dude, like, come on. Listen, I'm here for a good time, not a long time. Actually, I'm hey. here from 15 years later than I intended, so... All right, let's well, I'm, go. I, I'm a few years older than you guys now, so I'm like, I'll take those extra years. <laughs> Give me the extra years. Okay, what about always oh, the other one? Would you rather know oh, was the, it the date time di- of death? The, yeah, time, date of death versus how you die. I think I'll take the date. Because if I know how it happens, I'll just be absolutely paranoid yeah. and that's going to like run my whole life, I think. That's true. Because yeah. if you're like, oh, it's like heart attack, then like every time I have like the hiccups, I'm like, oh my God, I'm dying. <laughs> it's like, it, that's that's a totally. Exactly. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. And then also, here. like, what if you know the date that is like, oh, tomorrow, you're like, well, okay, cool. I'm just going to do everything I can. I'm going to start smoking a pack of cigarettes well, right now. If I got $10 yeah, million you know, dollars to spend. Yeah, I got $10 <laughs> million. Dollars, I'm going to buy cigarettes for the last day of my life. And then the rest of it just goes to whoever. Or if, like, my life is like coming to an end, I just go and, like, get a fat fucking bank loan and then because i know i'm gonna die and like you know whatever that's and left to your family to- <laughs> you awful human no! <laughs> what family your debt your debt is left to your live people no and what if i'm like i don't have family i'm an orphan oh now you're an orphan so that's the choice yeah. of here <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay. I I'm, a rich, be, I'm a rich orphan. I choose to be a rich orphan with no grandkids. Yes. Okay. Listen, I'm here for a good time, not a long time. <laughs> Fantastic. Oh my gosh. Well, I think we settled that uh, for sure, for sure. Uh, <laughs> It's all questionable. <laughs> I question everything you just said, Adele. <laughs> Listen, I'm just being honest. <laughs> Listen, man, I'm just being honest. Oh, he's a little pepper. Oh my god, so funny. Right, he's been a he's been a nosy dog. Rudy, say hi. Rudy, look right here. Say hi. Say hi, Rudy. Rudy, you're as tall as Adele. Big, big dog, dude. Big. He's so big. Okay, my goodness, this has been a freaking awesome, fun podcast. I'm just, I wish I didn't ever have to get off this microphone because it's the most fun of my week every week. And, uh, same here. Allie, thank you so much for jumping on the mics with us today and like getting, getting to talk and, you know, talk shop a little bit, even though all of our shops aren't necessarily open right now. But, uh, it sounds like you are just like doing killer cool stuff, um, and making it happen. Absolutely. And uh, right now is a great time to let people know where they can like follow what you're doing as well as like how they can pick up like to go cocktails or anything that's happening at the two spots you're at right now or whatever you want to share. Go ahead. Or whether you're pasta making, if you can place an order, like what's the deal with that? (laughs) Asking for a friend, of course, you know. Oh man, I will totally feed you and it'll come with gravy (laughs) shots anytime. Yeah. (laughs) I'll I'll give a try. I'll give a try. Okay. Um, yeah, I can find me at Thunderbolt and at Death and Co in downtown LA, but anyone who's doing to go cocktails, feel free to mask up and support your local homies. Um, there's so many cool bars doing great things right now. And uh, thank you so much for having me on today. This has been a lot of fun. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Thank Thank you you for being here. We really appreciate your time. Um, do you want to throw us your Instagram handles? People can follow you or not. I mean, if you want to be private, that's totally fine too. Yeah. I mean, if you uh, have. If you want to be my Instagram friend, you can see all my weird pasta and like my hair changes. Uh, I'm so boring online. Um, Instagram handle is it's underscore the number two a.m. It's two a.m. Baby, there was a lot of questions thrown my way when uh, LA was considering keeping bars open till four a.m. Everyone's like, "What are you going to do with my (laughs) Instagram handle? Are you okay?" Oh my god, you're right. (laughs) Yeah, would you have to change it? What about your identity? Like, oh no, my life. <laughs> Wait, my did life. you did you bartend uh anywhere other than LA? Um or like California? No, I, I guess my entire bartending career has been in LA. <laughs> you know, I'm all about just keeping that bar time at 2 a.m. over here. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> like, nothing good happens after 2 a.m. Yeah, I'm everyone, telling you. The only the only downfall is every time people from New York come and visit, they go, You guys are closing. What do we do now? And you're like, go home. <laughs> like, go home. Get some sleep, drink some water. I don't know. Exactly. <laughs> or go like our our after party is always at friends' houses, which is a lot ends up being like weird and more fun, I think, honestly. Or the Super exclusive truck. club. Oh, yeah. taco yeah. trucks always. Yep. yep. Go get it. Yeah. Go get some tacos. You just get yourself a little, or a little baba in the back of your pocket, and just go eat some tacos and Modelo Michelada. Yeah, that little Modelo Michelada on your pocket. Or you just happy to see me, baby. 
<laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Uh, Adele, good God. Thank you so much. Uh, of course. Thank you. My partner in crime here. And if anyone would like to contact us and tell us a story or, uh, you know, just ask us a question or be like, you guys are morons. You got to get your shit together. Uh, go ahead and email us at talktalesthepodcast at gmail.com. And then you can also find us on our website, which is talktalesthepodcast.com. HTTPS. <laughs> dots slash slash uh podcast.com <laughs> boom boom and then all that information is um, on there you can book a class on there anything you gotta do is all on that website all interconnected also on our on our um, instagram and all the socials all, all the social medias but um here at talk to us we all drink quite heavily i'd say but we do so responsibly so please uh whatever you do don't drink and drive it's not worth it don't do it don't do it don't be lame Go for a walk. Nope. Yep. Don't do it. Like lunch, like like lunch on the way home. You'll get fucking nice ass that way. Yep. Promise. And, yeah. Like like just look at your feet for two hours. Just stare <laughs> at them. Just stare at them. <laughs> See what happens. <laughs> Something might happen. I don't know. But just don't get in your car. Sober up. Wait till the next day. Get and your friend. if you want to sleep in your car, make sure your keys are not in the ignition because it can still get you that way. And make sure that your car is parked somewhere that's not in the <laughs> middle of the road. Yes. Yes, please. Don't just stop your car. Like, just don't even turn your car on. Nope. Throw don't the do keys it. down a ravine. Put your keys in a glove but compartment. Then have like Go a, in the back seat. Yeah, but then have something you could track them again so you don't... Or have backup keys. Just be smart. Or just don't, don't fucking... Or just take an Uber. That's yeah, that's the easiest thing ever. And thank you so much to my brother-in-law, Grayson, for creating our badass logo. Josh, our theme song. Bomb-ass theme song. Uh, Leighton for our new logo. And da, 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 Rashid, how do I forget Rashid? He's like our amazing, amazing editor. So thank you so much, Rashid. For poor guy, me. thank you, Rashid. We're idiots. Oh, yeah, sorry, Rashid. <laughs> you, you just let us know, Rashid, when you're sick of us. You just let us know. <laughs> we love you. And we love, yeah, we love you. Don't let us go. <laughs> um okay i think i think we done done did it um oh yeah did it yeah and then if you want to the our new website's gonna be launching this month keep an eye out it's almost there i know i said it was gonna be the beginning of this month but guess what nothing ever happens when you say it's gonna happen and so it's gonna be this month anyways and so it's gonna be fucking badass i'm really excited and uh, i've seen it it looks pretty cool really cool really cool this is like bartender headquarter website place so it's really neat um so yeah if anything you want to know about that just hit us up for sure oh patreon give us some money if you have it (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah give us money (laughs) dude oh wait did you make a bunch of money in the stock market last week guess what we need some (laughs) did you not hold when you should have and then left your buddies hanging and made a bunch of money hold hold it hold it uh but yeah i mean even it's just a like and a share on our on our um you know instagram or and then on the you know any podcast outlet if you push like that helps us immensely so like like thanks for your support no matter what we love you thank you all right well Allie, again thank you so much for your time this has been such a delight thank you we're now that you're you're working woman we're gonna like in a study where we can actually go visit you we'll come over and we'll visit you and have some of that barceloneta cocktail I'll have those chiladas chilled and ready to go. Yeah. I don't want to see El Dente at work. Oh, yes. yes. Oh, my God. Yes. Yeah. You should do like a pasta pop up there. I, I did like, one. Come to- do another one so we can come. Do another one so we can come to that one. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Oh, my gosh. Awesome. All right. Well, let's cheers and uh, 
Till next time. Till next week, guys. Salud. 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 Talk to you. Talk to you. Talk to you.